sugar daddy. I'm a fucking credit union. All right. Welcome back, everybody, for another episode of The Sweet Peaceful. Coming in at episode 36, I'm your host, Alex Curtis. Today I'm joined by two dear friends of mine, one of them being Kelton Burns. Hello, hello. And the other one, Devin Luna. How's it going? Today, we've got a very, very special show for you. Not special in a way that it's going to be much different from every other episode, but special because we're talking about something very important right at the start, and that's that pigs are playing video games. Pigs, that's right. Scientists have been doing experiments with a group of pigs, <laughs> getting them to play simple joystick games and putting them in competitions, and apparently the pigs are even playing the video games without their food reward after it's gone. Because that's how they were getting them to start playing the video games, apparently. is like, they're like, yeah, play this video game, dude. I'll give you food. Even after the food is gone, these pigs are fucking going at it on these joystick video games. They're just in it for the love of the games. They're in it for the love, right? They're in it for the love. Real gamers. Epic. (laughs) Real gamers. (laughs) Pretty soon we'll be playing against pigs on fucking Fortnite or some shit. Dude, Fortnite pigs. (laughs) One uh, One of the scientists said, when you look a pig right in the eye, you can tell there's intelligence there. Wow. Now, if that doesn't just speak to you, I don't know what will. I oftentimes like to quote Winston Churchill with the famous quote, (laughs) dogs look up to you. Cats, they look down on you. Pigs, they look you right in the eye. Right in the goddamn eye. Right that doesn't show you intelligence and character. I don't know what does. I don't know uh, what does. Babe 3. And have them uh, play uh, video games. MLG. They're all just, oh, for real, pigs, they're all just pigs gaming. are very phase, smart. Very phase smart. babe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to make the first pig Twitch streamer, dude? They should honestly <laughs> stream. Play, playing this fucking Pong they game. Should they should this stream Twitch. this. Yeah. yeah, what the hell? That would be sick, dude. First pig streamer. Uh, if you are curious about these pigs playing video games, you can look this up on bbc.com. Go to the news section. Or just Google and just, pigs video game. There you go. Google <laughs> pigs playing video games. You'll, found, you'll find out about Hamlet and Omelette and Ebony and Ivory all <laughs> battling it out in a little game of Pong. <laughs> dude, but speaking of battling it out, dude, people in South Korea are battling it out in movie theaters. Ooh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you. Right. I want to talk to you about guys about this. Uh, South Korea uh, cinema owners have begun renting out their screens to gamers. Um, so before 6 p.m., four people can rent out a screen for two hours for roughly ninety dollars, and after 6 p.m., the fee increases to one hundred thirty-five. You do have to bring your own games and system, though. And uh, I thought, what you, I want to know what you guys thought about this. I saw a little video of people playing Smash Bros. with a GameCube uh, in a movie theater. Nice. Yeah, I've seen seen viral videos of stuff like that on there too. I think it's a cool idea because I mean, with the pandemic and stuff like that, you obviously have restrictions on how many people can be in a theater. So this is just another way for them to make some revenue. Well, aren't they? Isn't South Korea like doing really good with the pandemic? Like, didn't they fucking handle it really well from the start? And they're like in a good situation now. I thought that was the word. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But. So this I feel is like... reminding me of like in zombie movies, and they're like Poland's actually doing really well. They put up walls fast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they do this in America as well. Because I saw uh, you could rent out. It was like for up to twelve people, and it was only like a hundred dollars. It was cheap as hell. Cheap Damn. as hell. A hundred dollars. Cheap as hell. As hell. Cheap as hell between twelve people. Yeah, between twelve people. It's not even ten bucks, yeah. dude. What game is twelve people gonna be cheese. playing? No, this was not for gaming. This was for movie watching. Like, you can pick a movie to watch with your friends in a theater. You just, just reserve a movie theater? Yeah. Like, a just one, one screen type deal? Yeah. Jesus. You could do just that. Just rent out the whole theater, watch a movie? You could do that in Gary's Mod. 
You do that in VR, dude. That's what I want to do is log on to Gary's mod <laughs> with all my friends and watch a movie together. <laughs> Gary's, dude, no, the Gary's mod servers that are like the theaters, <laughs> they're usually filled with like bronies and shit dude, like that. I joined one recently bronies? and I was like, oh, I'm out. I'm me out. and Devin went into one one time uh, and we were like fucking around and it was, it was I don't know, the the theater, yeah, like you were saying, the, thir- the theater servers on Gary's mod are, those are lawless wastelands, dude. Lawless wastelands. You'll Jesus just walk into a theater Christ. and some random obscure meme video will be blasting. And there's just always one guy <laughs> sitting there watching it. <laughs> oh no. Well, I don't feel like I missed out when it comes to Gary's mod. So thanks for uh, filling me in on that part. You have missed out. You're missing. Yeah. So much to that game. Well. You boys aren't going to convince me today. But speaking of, uh, <laughs> not today, but this week, a couple of things that we talked about before that are actually going to be releasing this week. The Tribes of Europa, which we discussed in a previous episode, which was basically, you know, the post-apocalyptic type deal with all different freaking people of Europe have to split into tribes and all this jazz. That show is coming out this week on February 19th. And Nomad Land. All right. Oh shit. Damn. So we t- yo, we talked about Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart like a while ago, didn't we? We did. Like yeah, that was like one of the earlier earlier episodes. Yeah, like we watched some gameplay videos like... with the rifting. Absolutely. Yeah. So this new Ratchet and Clank game, Rift Apart. Apparently, the release date has been announced, and it's going to be June 11th of this year. That's pretty hype. I'm excited. That's pretty hype, yeah. This game looks super good, man. Like, all the... The whole Rift mechanic looked fucking awesome. For sure. Also, Kingdom Hearts apparently is coming to the PC for the first time ever on March 30th. So for all the PC gamers out there who are Kingdom Hearts fans and feel like they missed out on the Kingdom Hearts franchise, you're going to get it on the PC. Yeah, I'm honestly surprised that they they brought it to Xbox before fucking... Exclusively to the Epic Game Store. Epic Gamers. Epic Gamers. All you Epic Gamers can get access to this. And apparently, the UK government is planning to ban scalpers. Now, I wanted to get into this, some discussion on this. Yeah, you, you, you get into this. Let's hear it. What do you got? Well, I guess I'll lay the floor. Um, so, basically, all the drama and news headlines about the PS5 and Xbox Series X this year in terms of, like, getting scalped and resold in mass because it is honestly, like, a pretty big problem. Like, not a lot of... Well, there's just a very large part of the consumer base that wanted to purchase the PS5, had the capability to purchase the PS5, but was unable to because people purchased these consoles with bots and are reselling them. That was me. Yeah, exactly. So basically in the UK, um, politicians are kind of like presenting bills that would illegalize this. Uh, and like one of the talking points is like, what if this was an essential good, like something very important that people needed, but people are using these same bots to mass purchase these things. That yeah, that yeah. makes so sense. They can't, yeah. So they want to uh, ban bots purchasing things and also ban kind of like buying something in mass to like basically create a new like third party market almost or second party market. Um, so yeah, I thought this was interesting just because I know it's been an issue for Devin. Um, and if it was banned, maybe uh, more people would have PS5 in their in their home. And I, I absolutely would definitely have one right now. If it weren't for scalpers, dude, I would have a I would have a PS5 already. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like, I feel like scalpers have had a hand in like having a bad impact on. Oh. A ton of different industries, man. Like so, yeah, lots of communities, especially like festivals and stuff like that too. Absolutely, like music festivals. Absolutely, and I mean every time, like literally every time I go to like a show, you know, in Seattle, there's somebody outside trying to sell tickets, or like, you know, like a, at times I remember going to like a sports game or something when I was younger because I, oh, yeah. I haven't been to a sports game in a long time, but there was always somebody outside trying to sell tickets. Um, that's so like this whole thing, man. So, I guess like. 
I'm going to play devil's advocate here because, like, I do agree with you guys. I don't like scalpers, but at the same time, it's like they're just buying something that they know they're going to make a profit off of. It's kind of just like basic retail, you know, like where obviously when you go to the store, you buy milk. You're not paying what Fred Meyer paid for it or whatever your grocery store is. This is just like buying something from a source and then selling it at your store, your store just being yourself. So, like, while it is frustrating and, like, obviously, like... Uh, we don't like it like and at the end it's like it's kind of like what happens everywhere it's a hustle it's just a business a, practice yeah i mean like if you were a scalper and you were like you got like two to three consoles i mean shit that's okay by me but the people that had like full warehouses just full of that shit they like pulled out bank loans to try and <laughs> then, flip these they things. were picking hairs on how much money they can make <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> fuck them, dude. If they make more, fuck them. I thought, yeah, I think it's interesting because I know that um, consoles are sold at a loss. Like, I, mean, I think we've and we've talked about this before. Like, it, it's rumored the PS Five costs more than a thousand dollars to manufacture. Um, currently, like this year, because like I mean, obviously, as time goes on, these pieces will be easy, cheaper and cheaper to produce. But like, I remember like uh, when I worked in electronics, the store I was working for would purchase the console for like twenty dollars below what they're selling it for. Oh yeah, I remember looking at those sales. Uh, yeah, shit. so like the stores ridiculous. are making barely any product. Like if you buy a five hundred dollar console, video games too, like the actual games. Yeah, as well, for the they, most part. I remember like the average price is like the store I worked for. Um, would purchase a game for is like forty seven, forty eight dollars or something like that, or maybe even like more than that. So they're not very making very much money on these things, just like a slim bit. But then a scalper is mm. turning around and making a fucking thousand dollars, like potentially closer to manufacturing cost. Um, so I, that has to be interesting for Sony because, like, I don't know, they're selling it at a loss, but then these are going and selling for like almost double the amount. So like, yeah. Well, yeah, and man, like I'm flashing back to when the PS5 was releasing and like seeing the pictures of like the eBay listings for anywhere from $1,000 to fucking $20,000 for a PS5. Um, And, you know, I like to think that, oh, yeah, like maybe there wasn't anyone buying PS5s for that much. But like on the other hand of that, it's like I know there's somebody out there probably probably many people with like a lot of fucking money that are like, oh, dude, I... They don't have them on the website, but somebody's selling them on eBay for $2,000. Like, fucking why not? You know, like, I have a ton of money. Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, the average sell price for a long time was, like, 800 to $2,000, and they were selling a lot. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, like, obviously, that would have been out of most of your average person's, um, like, purchase limit, you know, if it right, was, like, right. retailed that much. Absolutely. Um. So, I mean, I guess the only thing I can say on that is that I'm appreciative that Sony did place it at 500 because that means I was able to afford one with the assistance of Devin. But uh, some people <laughs> uh, wouldn't have been able to do that. So, Sugar Daddy Devin. Sugar Daddy. I'm a fucking credit union. <laughs> PS5 Sugar Daddy Devin. <laughs> hey, Devin, can you give me one too, man? <laughs> yeah. um, but I guess this all boils down to the usage of bots to be beating out real people so yeah yeah i agree the ban uh bots should be banned yeah and that i mean dude that whole point about what if this was like a necessity or what if this was something that like people really needed you know and like bots were just buying them out right like <laughs> that's like a really good point i feel like like though i can't i i don't feel like there's been a scenario yet at least that I can think of. Um, there has been. It wasn't necessarily bots, but like during the pandemic, people were buying a whole bunch of. Like oh, there was yeah. one dude that bought a whole bunch of san- hand sanitizer right, and masks right. and was trying to. And then eBay him. banned him. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just like. Yeah. I, it's like on one hand, it's like, yeah, that, like, like, Kelton, the point you made, it's like, yeah, that's what stores do. That's what stores do. That's what online websites do. That's what, like, that's what. <laughs> that's the fucking society that we live in that's what yeah. happens um but also on the other hand it's like that guy's a fucking dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> like are you kidding dude you know it's like everyone like people need these things and you're like just fucking gonna purchase them all because you're rich and then sell them for double the price and then like nobody can even afford or like whatever it's like yeah like on one hand it's like 
Yeah, maybe a corporation does it too, but that's fuck. Corporations are fucking psychopaths by definition, and like you're a normal person, and now maybe a kid isn't gonna have a fucking PS5 for Christmas because you want to make three hundred dollars. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Weird. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a weird topic, like the whole because it's just like a person doing it versus a corporation doing it versus a website doing it versus you know it's like it's kind of like uh, I don't know. Like, while I know there's differences, it feels like if you draw the line on one of them, you draw the line on all of them, because it's like, yeah, it's like, yo, fuck that. But then also, it's like, you like, with our fucking society, it's like, yeah, like, obviously, somebody has to buy it from the manufacturer, and obviously, they're going to get it for less, and obviously, they want to make a profit, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, and that just goes around to everyone, too. So it's like, it's like, where well, do you draw the line? Like, I think it's one interesting, interesting point, like, um, I bought my PS5 directly from Sony, and that's why I had like PS, mm-hmm. my PS plus gave me free shipping and stuff. So like, I, I wonder like, I like, what if they just sold all of them directly from Sony? Cause then no one is making a profit, but Sony, but then I get, I mean, obviously like target and like other big retail stores would be upset and that would hurt them. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it would necessarily hurt them. Right, because it's not like they're losing out on, like it's not like they spent money and they're losing on it, but it's just like they just weren't given the opportunity. So it's like, it's like a missed opportunity, but it's not necessarily like you know, like they're not fucking like losing fuckload of money if Sony chooses to sell them all themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like a missed a missed opportunity for profit, which isn't the same thing as losing money, right? Like it's like oh, I could have made fifty bucks off this thing versus somebody took 50 bucks out of my pocket like those aren't the same thing you know it's like yeah um, yeah it's like when someone says our profits were down this it's like those are still profits yeah yeah exactly dude fucking goddamn the owners of my fucking restaurant say that shit all the time it's like yeah we had big losses it's like yeah you didn't have losses you just made less money than you did last month dude fucking asshole (laughs) Uh, it's all good though but yeah interesting topic for sure but Want to move on to Breath Edge coming out on February 25th through Steam's Epic Games Origin. And I don't know what this last one is, man. GOG, what is this? It's coming out for $25, though. (laughs) Somebody want to read off the synopsis for this? Give it to him. Breath Edge is a space survival game with a humorous flair. You play as a survivor of the space liner catastrophe who finds himself in the middle of a ridiculous universal conspiracy, all the while battling the elements in order to find the way home. Currently in early access on Steam, uh, Breath Edge has more than 5k player reviews. Wow. 91% of which are positive. I like that. So it's doing good. It's doing good. This game looks I mean, cool. how can you not do good? Little indie game, it looks uh, like. Yeah, lots of lots of people in the comments of the YouTube video were saying it's like Subnautica, which I haven't really played. I've seen videos for, but it's like a underwater exploration. When I was working game. at this one GameStop, just takes it to space. A lot of people came in that were pretty like hardcore Subnautica fans, which I found interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm not surprised that this uh, game has done well, <laughs> mostly because you get a butt rocket. <laughs> you get a butt rocket, dude. <laughs> Anal aviation. <laughs> yeah, dude. If 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 anyone wants to know what we're talking about uh, in the trailer for this game, there's a brief, like two and a half second clip of someone just. Yeah, it's so short. It's so quick and just random. A, like a rocket coming out of their ass, and it was a yeah, standout it, moment of the trailer for me. It is so standout. It's yeah, so I saying. I had to rewind to make sure I saw. He has like his legs correctly. bent upwards, his hands are out, they're not clenched, and he's just pushing something with his head. While he butt rockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just a flame coming directly from his ass. And it's Anal just, aerodynamic. It's just a rocket. Boy. And that is for some reason attached to the ass. I've never seen this anywhere in any kind of sci-fi environment. <laughs> they could have chose before. the feet. They could have chose the knees. Oh. They could have chose anything. They could have chose the bottom, bottom could of be anywhere. a jetpack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could have. Yeah, they could have done Iron Man stuff with the, the hands and the feet. This one, but they went ass. You have to have your <clears> legs <throat> spread apart and like out of the way because you just have a flame coming out of your ass. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Imagine, imagine how like dangerous this is, dude. If you don't spread the your legs, <laughs> if you don't spread your legs, you're just like your suit's getting torn open. You're just fucking gonna die. Like you need to spread. You full spread, and you get the ass blast. Do you think and you get the clean he's getaway? Like, butt is super warm with having his thighs. Must be really warm. His calves from having just his calves. His calves are probably. <laughs> it does look like he has some type of heat resistance material on the inner inner of his yeah. legs. So they. Well, I mean, don't you? Don't isn't a spacesuit in general because he's in space? Isn't a spacesuit in general like heated? Like not? I don't know about heated, but like space isn't warm, <laughs> so it's like like it's like so, isn't it like fucking super cold in space I, or something? I don't know if there can even be fire in space. It looks like he is inside of a spaceship or something. I don't know, dude. With zero gravity, the questions. The, there's so many questions. If. Can there be fire in space? If anyone wants to know what we're talking about, just go to the 47 no. second well, mark I mean, on the Breath Edge official 1.0 yeah. launch trailer. Breath Edge trailer. 57 second there, mark. 40, you will see 47. The ass. Oh, 47 There's second no mark. oxygen in space, so you can't have fire in space. But if you're in a spaceship, you could have an ass rocket. You can have an ass rocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hell yeah, Yo, you guys, remember, uh, you guys remember Titan AE, the animated movie? Yeah. You guys ever watch that? Yeah. Yo, uh, in that movie, um, the dude uses, uh, was it, was it like CO2 canisters or something to like move around while they're out in open space, which like, maybe that would be, uh, you know, since you can't use fire, maybe like a, a propulsion thing. They're just like, they're literally like blasting themselves through space with like a CO2 thing or something like that. I've seen shit like that. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, next game that's going to be coming out. No planned release date yet, but it's called Black Myth Wukong. I'll hit, I'll Wukong. hit you with the synopsis. Based on, a journey, on Journey to the West, a 16th century Chinese myth that's been adapted countless times in media, Black Myth is a third-person action game putting you in the fuzzy paws of the monkey king, Sun Wukong. Now, this game looks fucking <laughs> so cool. Like It looks very Dark Souls-inspired. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that. And like, just gonna say I think that. one of the most... like. Um, strongest elements of Dark Souls types game games is uh, the game basically require you to play by their rules, and in doing so, they require you to basically master your skill set available, or maybe not master, but you need to be really good at it and hit things like on point. And this game looked like it has really cool skill set of like the abilities he was whooping out and doing, and in uh, those life or death scenarios where it really feels satisfying to win, I bet it feels extremely satisfying to like hit a really nice combo of these types of skills. But yeah, you look like you're a little monkey running around in like Chinese like mythology, and it looked really cool. Honestly, I, I recommend anyone look up this trailer. But uh, yeah, the powers he had looked a little weird. Like uh, he all of a sudden just gets a ball, like a hard stone ball or something, encapsulating his like upper torso, and it starts just like running through arrows, and they just start plinking off. Yeah. Also, like, want to be this? clear that uh, it's not confirmed whether or not this is a Souls-like game. This could be a more casual player game. Um, I'm just speculating based on the on the boss fights. It looks like they're just reminding me of Dark Souls because they're yeah. really big bosses. Yeah. yeah, big bosses, like big attacks that look like, you know, you don't want to get hit by that. You're going to want to get out of the way. So it looks like the dodging mechanic is going to be uh, pretty pretty big in this game. Yeah. yeah, definitely looks really cool. I really uh um so I watched the trailer for this video game without having read the synopsis here. So I was really surprised when it zoomed in on the character and you're just a fucking monkey person. That was like Do you not That was a that was a big shocker, dude. It wasn't a shocker for me because in uh I know who uh Sun Wukong is. I like read about that that legend yeah. and like uh like there's other depictions of Wukong, like in League of Legends there's a monkey character called Wukong and like uh Fortnite the Wukong. Yeah, like anytime there's like a Chinese New Year event, usually there'll be like Wukong skins. Um I mean that's who Goku is based on. Oh. Yeah, I don't know about any of that stuff, dude. <laughs> You don't know about the monk. I used to watch also some like old uh, kung fu movies that would usually be uh, like revolving around the Monkey King and shit. Damn, I feel like I've heard the Monkey King, but I've never heard Wu Kong. Probably just wasn't paying attention. But it's like why yeah. Goku has a tail. 
in the in like the original Dragon yeah. Ball. Yeah, any Son Goku. I know. Yeah, I know they're monkeys. I know about the, the Dragon Ball them being monkeys, but I didn't know what it was based on. Yeah. Interesting. Good shit. All right, and uh, last but not least, within this little segment that we're covering right now, <laughs> there's gonna be a virtual Pokemon concert. Featuring Post Malone to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, coming on February 27th. You know, wow. <laughs> I wonder if that shit's gonna be in VR, dude. I would, I'll, I'll attend. The weekend to the Super Bowl, Post Malone's doing the 25th anniversary of Pokemon, dude. February 27th. It's only right. It's only right. <laughs> this, this looked really weird, man. And the, like, out of all the people to peg for your concert, Post Malone, like. Man, it's pretty wild to watch Post Malone's career trajectory. But, uh, yeah, man. I'm down. Coolio. I love Post. I think, yeah, I think it's cool that they recognize their audience, like, because a lot of people will be like, oh, Pokemon's for kids. And they're like, fuck that. We're choosing Post Malone as our, uh, <laughs> oh, dude. I, would, <laughs> I, I interpreted this the opposite way. And I was like, I guess surveys show that post malone is really popular among children right now <laughs> that was my first thought <laughs> <laughs> oh, i could see that i could see that i think it's a bit of both honestly like um yeah i mean like post malone's just like big in the like music industry and the pop music industry and in pop culture and shit in general i feel like so it's like Artists are taking over the fucking market, dude. Travis Scott with his McDonald's. We got this. You think, <laughs> What's next? Do you think he'll perform the Pokemon theme song? I hope so, dude. I really hope so. I hope so. That'd be sick. I would love to hear Post Malone. <laughs> I want to be the very best. But Post Malone status, you know? I would be fucking hyped on that, honestly. Dude, I was listening to that uh, song on At Work the other day because it came on my Spotify shuffle. And, like, that's... Oh, yeah? It's so jarring when you get to the second verse that you never hear because it's not in the intro. Um, <laughs> and, like, so I, I know every word by heart, and then you get to the second verse, and I just have no idea what's going on anymore. Like, what is this song? <laughs> 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 this was a song I knew. What is this? What is this other part? <laughs> Yeah, I have I've never heard that full song, so I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I would feel the exact same way because of that. All right, out of the game segment, moving in to the shows. And there's really only one show that we're talking about today. Me Falcon and the Winter Soldier from Marvel. It's Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Coming out on March 19th. 2021 on Disney Plus. Um, are either of you guys like at all familiar or acquainted with Falcon and Falcon? Falcon in general. Falcon, Falcon. and Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Falcon they and appear, Falcon. They appear a lot through the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like through all the Avengers They're movies and shit like specifically that. Specifically Captain America characters. And the terms yeah. of the movies. Not maybe not in the comics, but in the movies. They they're heavily featured in his movies for most for the most part. Nice. Yeah, I don't know anything about Falcon. Um, what is the Winter Soldier? Anyone know what that is? You guys know what Bucky that Barnes, is? Bucky Barnes, dude. Bucky, yeah, Bucky Barnes. He's a uh, Captain America's <laughs> old sidekick back in World War Two, before <laughs> Captain America gets frozen in ice. Bucky Barnes. Bucky. These are basically two Captain America sidekicks, and now that Captain America is out of the picture, it's like which one is going to don the shield? I see. Falcon. Captain America's dead. Uh, he's old. Uh, oh, he's I'm not he's, to... he's not dead. He's just old. Well, he. Oh man, I don't know, man. Let's oh, just. Not, I don't want to spoil it, but let's just say he's out of the picture now. Um. So, All right. Falcon basically has wings. <laughs> he has like wings made by Iron Man, I think, and he like flies around. Um. And then the Winter Soldier has like a metal arm, and he's like 100 years old. I don't know exactly how he's alive. And then he uh. <laughs> He has, like, super strength. He's really fucking badass. Captain America nice. Winter Soldier is arguably, I mean, critically, the best Marvel film ever made. So, like, just a good action nice. spy movie, and he's a good villain. Action. Yeah, and so far, I haven't watched that much of WandaVision because I ran out of Disney+, Plus. but so far, I'm digging these Marvel uh, 
originals. Yeah, dude, mm. I really want to discuss WandaVision on this show uh, whenever one of you is, like, finished because it is getting fucking nuts. Um, tomorrow's, or today's, or last Friday's episode, sorry. <laughs> last Friday's episode was 90s themed, um, and I haven't watched it yet. I'm really excited. But, uh, yeah, crazy shit is happening in that show right now. And while... I'm not as excited for Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier just because it looks like it's more of like a almost like a buddy cop action, more yeah, of an action yeah. film, whereas WandaVision's fucking crazy, wacky out there. Psychological, weird. Yeah, fucking. you don't know what to expect from any episode, and you're like theorizing and like being surprised. Um, <laughs> Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier looks a little less exciting, um, but I'll still I'll still give it a go, you know. <laughs> I feel it. I don't have Disney Plus, so probably wouldn't be giving it a go unless I was with you, Kelton. Yeah, and I don't know why uh, we would be watching this together when there's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably not very high on our like priority list of what to watch together. But uh, all right, we actually have one more show to talk about. Um, what do you boys want to? Wanna, I'll, wanna dude, rail, rail I'll take off. this off because me and Devin yeah, Kellen, have me and De- Devin have different opinions on this, so I, I, I think it's always beneficial for the audience to hear two different perspectives on this. The Last of Us HBO Absolutely. series, I think I don't know if we talked about that before, but it is it confirmed it's in the works. They casted Joel and Ellie, which are obviously the two main characters of The Last of Us, um, and Pedro Pascal, the guy who plays the Mandalorian, he's also plays Prince uh, Dobrigin in uh, Game of Thrones. They casted him as Joel, and then they casted Bella Ramsey, who plays that little girl in the final couple seasons of Game of Thrones uh, from the North, as Ellie. Um, now, I don't feel too strongly about these castings, but I am confident that Pedro Pascal will do a fantastic job as Joel. And in the one role that I've seen Bella Ramsey, she does play a good kind of like savage, young, confident girl. And I heard, in, and I've watched a few YouTube videos of her playing with the guitar. And that kind of like reminded me a little bit of Ellie. And then, uh, of course, uh, she kind of has the like, I'm not afraid to talk back to an adult vibe. But uh, I know oh, yeah. Devin had a nice. very different uh, opinion on these casts. Yeah, I think I think my opinion just stems from the fact that it's always weird when you get a live action version of something that is not live action. Just there's always that like uncanny valley feel to it. It's like this this person's portraying this character I'm familiar with, but they're not actually that character. Something about it just rubs me the wrong way all the time. Mm. So when I saw these, I was like, uh, I don't know. It just didn't fit for me. But I still am hopeful. I mean, it's an HBO, so it's going to have high production. Wait, uh, so this is not a so live I'm, action? No, it is going to be a live action. I'm okay. saying Last of Us was not a live action. So oh, like okay, okay. Two, you know? So you're saying yeah, you, wanted, but, you wanted them to cast somebody who looked or was the person that they had for the game? Well, I, just thinking of like Pedro Pascal, I love him as an actor. He's great in The Mandalorian, great in all that sh- like stuff. But when I think of Joel, I just think of a just like a buttery voiced Southern dude. And I don't know if Pedro fix like fixes that or like uh, yeah fits that. I mean, yeah, interesting. I mean, he does. I like. I love his voice in The Mandalorian, and he's basically a voice yeah. actor in that show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just want to see how he brings Joel's buttery voice to life. If he can do that well, then I will take back everything I've said. All right. Beautiful. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving into the movies. The first one I want to talk about is coming from M. Night Shyamalan on July 23rd of this year, 2021. The movie is called Old. Synopsis says, This summer, visionary filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan unveils a chilling, mysterious new thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. I like the concept, but I'm pretty sure it hasn't M. Night Shyamalan, like, uh, just released hot garbage after hot garbage recently. Yeah, I mean, he's been on, like, a hot-ass streak of ass town. I don't know. Like, this movie, <laughs> honestly, like, I think the last movie he released had something to do with, like, uh, it was, like, old people in a house, like the nanny or grandparents or something. 
I, mean, I think that was one of his last ones. I guess here, let me look at him. But like, I haven't seen a good M Night Shyamalan movie in a minute. Um, yeah. I mean, isn't he responsible for the live action Avatar movie, like Last Airbender? Yeah. Oh, so I mean, God. <laughs> you always hear his name dropped as something like, "Oh, it's M Night Shyamalan. Like, it's gonna have a twist. It's gonna be cool. Blah blah blah." But when I think of his name. I just think of movies like that. And I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> no, you thank you, man. You get the man credit for the Sixth Sense, Unbreakable Signs. Yeah. Signs. Yes, yeah, yeah. Those are all. Yeah. You got me there. Those are all solid movies. I mean, Split. Those three are really Split. good movies. You can't, I enjoyed Split. You can't win them all. Glass was terrible. After Earth, terrible. Last Airbender, terrible. The Happening, okay. Like Mark Wahlberg yelling, but critically, it was reviewed terribly. Um, I like The Happening, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, man. 18% on oh, Rotten like Tomatoes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I mean that's not surprising. It's kind of a silly ass movie, but it's good. <laughs> it's the wind. Um So yeah, he is like famous for his big twists. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This movie looked interesting. I like the concept. I mean it's an interesting yeah. enough concept. Sounds like a Twilight Zone episode or something. But uh I'll give it a go. Yeah, I like the concept. I think it looks fucking Looks weird. Looks like there kind of be some creepy stuff going on. Like, you see, like the family, like the mom has like kids with her, and then she like kind of loses track of her kids for a little bit, and then she finds them later, and they're like in their twenties. And these kids were like, these kids were like fucking seven years old when they were first arriving at the beach or whatever. And then she finds them later, and she's like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, dude, was that one pregnant? Yeah, it looked like she grew like, up the and fuck- got pregnant. Yeah, that whole part was weird. What the? F- I don't know what was going on with that dude. That was trippy, dude. And then that there was somebody there who was just like an old person, and they just like were like melt, like disintegrating, dude. Like it looked like they were like decaying, just rapidly decaying. I was, uh, I was like, oh shit, dude. It looks, it looks like creepy, kind of creepy, uh, weird goodness. I don't know, but I like it. Creepy weird goodness. Creepy weird goodness, man. Next up, we got. Uh, did you guys ever see the first Coming to America? No, that's why I when I saw the number two in the title, I was like, "This has to be a sequel." It is. It is indeed. I've Tell them, also have you seen the first? Not seen the first Coming to America. What's the first one called? Coming One America. I think no, just the, the two. Is the, <laughs> the two is the number two. <laughs> yeah, it was, the first one was called Coming to America spelled with a t-o and then this one that's coming march 5th is just the number two coming to america it is the sequel to the first one i don't know why they felt like they needed a sequel because the first one came out i swear to god over 20 years ago let me see <laughs> that's what i thought i i remember this like uh, let me see. i remember Alex this is the only one who can talk about this one dude coming to america dude oh it's literally 1988 dude it's over 30 years <laughs> i think i briefly have like a, a little flashback of watching this as a child but i didn't retain any of it yeah oh man i mean it's eddie murphy and oh man the other guy what's his name dude i feel like i haven't seen eddie murphy in anything in years Yeah, I haven't either, honestly. I, I like no idea what's going on with Eddie Murphy, but he's in this movie and he's great. And then I believe the other actor's name is Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy's really funny in the movie. The movie's like pretty goofy. It's just like these uh I mean Eddie Murphy plays an African king. And then they're like, they just go to America. I think the first movie is like, he goes to America because he like wants to find, or he wants to meet a woman and fall in love with her because his like royal family is trying to provide him with a bride. And he like feels really weird about the whole scenario. Like he's like, this is just weird. Like it's just strange. You know, he's like, I don't like this woman doesn't love me. Like I don't love her. Like, but she's like devoted to me because this is like our royal family. Oh, I've honestly, I've heard a fucking music clip of this dude really or like someone someone sampled it was like what kind of music do you like or some shit and he's like whatever you like yeah it's like uh, eddie murphy having like a conversation with a girl and she's like whatever you like type shit yeah literally that's like that's right after he gets introduced to his like bride his uh royal bride to be or whatever that's provided by uh, his family and stuff like that 
Um, and he's, yeah, he's getting all like, he's getting all weirded out about it. And he's like, this just doesn't seem right. Kind of thing like that. He's, and then, so he's like, I'm going to go to America and find a woman and fall in love with her. Like, that's like the whole premise of the movie. Welcome to Sweet um, Peaceful, where we summarized <laughs> the entire coming to America <laughs> 90s film, dude. This is stupid. <laughs> you guys have been going on about this for like three minutes. <laughs> well dude i don't, I'm I don't know what's dude. I'm going invested. yeah i'm invested too i don't know what's happening Great, and dude. why they felt like they needed a sequel <laughs> let's dive dude. into the sequel now that we've explained the entirety of the first film <laughs> all right take it away Colin. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh set after the events of the first film which alex has detailed uh for you guys former <laughs> prince akeem Jaffer eddie murphy is set to become king of zamunda when he discovers he has a son he never knew about in America, a street-savvy Queen's native named Lavelle, played by Jermaine Fowler, honoring his royal father, James Earl Jones, dying wish to groom this son as the crown prince, Akeem and Semi, 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 Arsino Hall, Semi. set off to America once again. Once again. <laughs> once again. March 5th, coming to Amazon Prime. <laughs> Damn, this is fucking hype. I'm so hyped for this, man. And now us and listeners don't need to watch the first film. We can just tune right into this one. Yeah, no need. You don't need to go back and watch the 1988 film. Just March 5th, Amazon Prime coming to America. Get ready. It's about to be fucking <laughs> sick. <laughs> if- <laughs> If you really like Eddie Murphy, this really might be a film for you. I'm not sure, though. <laughs> All right. But we need to get out of here. We need to get out of this movie section. We need to fucking haul out of we the We didn't movie even cover all right the movie now. stuff, dude. Oh, God. You're right. Okay. All right. I got you. I got new Cloverfield movie confirmed. Cloverfield 2. They're dropping the found footage approach. I just recently watched Cloverfield. Movie's a fun time. Pretty short. Um... Didn't they already have a Cloverfield sequel? Cloverfield Lane, or 10 Cloverfield Lane is the title. That movie is not a sequel. It's kind of a spinoff. It kind of takes, it focuses on three characters who are in a bunker. And only like the final five minutes of that film tie it into the Clover Cloververse. Okay. Um, and then they had Cloverfield Paradox, which takes place in space and explains how all the events occurred and where these things came from. Kind of explains oh. it all, wraps it in. I haven't seen that one. It's on Netflix. Um, I've heard it's really <laughs> good, though. Also... Jackass 4 Shit. has cut Bam Margera. Bam Margera released a three-minute video on social media of him kind of having a massive breakdown explaining this. Um, they reportedly wanted him to take a breathalyzer test before shoots as well as requested urine samples and requested him to film him take his antidepressants. I would assume this is due to the, how much alcohol problems Bam Margera has had over the recent years. He's gone into rehab, in and out of rehab several times, and a lot of the other Jackass cast members have uh, reached out to him and. Um, you know, wished him the best and hoped that he uh, recovers and they want the old Bam Margera back. As we know, Bam Margera hasn't really been the yeah. same since Ryan passed. Uh, it's very mm. unfortunate. He's the kind of... Situation. Yeah. yeah. So, Damn. yeah, he released a video. He's really upset about it. Um, I feel for the guy, but at the same time, I also want him to, uh, to you know, recover from uh, his addictions. And it sounds like uh, Paramount Pictures, whoever's in charge of jackass as well as his fellow cast members also wanted to do that so i don't know yeah makes sense sucks watching your heroes get old get old and be addicted and have fucking issues that makes it so they can't even do the things that uh introduced you to them in the first place yep bummer bummer but um i mean maybe jackass 4 will still be good who knows who knows? I haven't uh, I, I haven't I, watched a Jackass thing in a long I've time. Th- I do okay. As I've gotten older, Jackass has started to lose a little bit of its appeal to me because I'm like, yeah, no I'm just like, man, all these guys are just like hurting <laughs> themselves for our entertainment. 
Um, and like most of the time nowadays, you know that most of them were on drugs and would take like Xanax beforehand to like handle the fear of about to being injured or they'd be like doing massive, you know, like whippets with Steve O's scenario. So like, I don't know, yeah. going into it knowing like, oh, these are a bunch of adult grown men who are like drugging themselves up so that they can get hurt and like eat shit and stuff. It just, I don't know. As a child, I really, really love Jackass and I have a fond place for those yeah. actors, but, uh, as an adult, I start to have a different uh, perspective on it. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that as a kid, and my dad would always be like, "This is so stupid," and I'd be like, "You just don't get it, Dad." And then, yeah, now that <laughs> you I'm just don't up, I'm get like, it, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, I just didn't get it. <laughs> God damn it, oh, Dad, you don't fucking get it. I mean, it's a bunch of adults being kids, and I so like it makes sense. Uh, also, w- <laughs> Jackass Four, I'm worried about, or uh, I guess concerned about, because it's a bunch of old dudes now hurting themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah is there gonna be like a doctor on site yeah like, like what's like how scenario? intense are you gonna like, go as guys, well like because they're probably <laughs> their bodies are probably already fucked know, up from the first three films and now they're old old people can't <laughs> handle things man like an old person falls down you're like oh fuck bro like they could die like maybe they <laughs> no just, fuck. like yeah you see an old like a younger dude eat shit you're like oh, okay old person eat shit like in their 40s it's like fuck bro they might have to go to the ER like get some shit replaced so <laughs> Yeah, dude. Old, their forties. Like it's just a fucking car. <laughs> they might have to take their body back to the mechanic after this one. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, terrible, terrible. All right. Well, that wraps up our movie section, and we can move into this nice, nice chill music section. And I'm actually really excited to get into it. The first song. It's called Maybe It's Just Rare from the Undercover Dream Lovers. Devin, were you the one who put this one in? Yeah. Nice, dude. You want to talk about the Undercover Dream Lovers? The Undercover Dream Lovers. I don't know too much about... Uh, it's just one dude who actually mixes and produces and does all this shit. So, Hell yeah. Multi-instrumentalist, bad boy, Matt, uh, Matt Koenig. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Nice. But uh yeah, he's he's from Brooklyn, New York, moved to LA and has been pumping out these sweet jams. Nice. For a while now. Yeah, this is fucking This is really nice, man. It's like It's like an indie alternative psychedelic, you know, a little Definitely little... psychedelic. I I I'm feeling like I'm feeling like some Mac DeMarco vibes. Yeah, he says that he uh Take some inspiration from like Tame Impala and stuff like definitely, that. Definitely, definitely, I'm feeling that in this song. It's very chill, but it's like it's still got like a nice, I don't know, like tempo, like like something you can dance to, but it's still very chill. Like, yeah, it almost reminds me of like house music slowed down with like some psychedelic singing going on. Like it's really with nice. his little falsetto in the back. Yeah, yeah, no, I love this stuff. Yeah, dude, this is nice, really nice. Next song. Is this the song that you added, Kelton? Well, yeah, I added it because I uh, an artist I follow on Instagram made the, the cover art for this, but then uh, I found out that Devin's on a first-name basis with this guy, so I think he should talk about this one as well. Oh, nice. I don't, no, I'm not on a first-name basis. I just know other. a guy who knows him. Gustav and Ambu? No, what? No. No, I don't know Gustav. I know a homie of Gustav's. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know much about him. Take it away, dude. No, he's... <laughs> Take it away, dude. You obviously know a lot. You have mutual friends with this guy. Honestly. I don't have any mutual friends with him. Let's have a mutual friend. All right. Well, so before we recorded, Devin's like, me and this guy, we're going to work together. No, I said my homie wanted me to work with him. So he, like, name dropped him, and then we never hit each other up. Nice. So, yeah, guys. That's a good story. Uh, Shoaling. <laughs> Shoaling by Gustav and Anbu came Shoaling. out last Friday. Uh, it's pretty chill. It's a really nice chill. Good, good beat. Really nice chill. Similar to the uh, the other song. Yeah, this guy makes some good, good instrumentals. This kind of reminds me of like those like uh, songs you can do homework to playlists. You know what I'm talking about? Sure, dude. Or like the or like the lo-fi chill and relax playlists. I feel like this could, yeah, yeah. this could end up on one of those playlists. Real chill. It also kind of reminds me of uh, 
Have you heard, uh, Devin, have you heard Sleepy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, their album, Bad Sleepy Vibes. Sleepy Times? Oh, no, wait, Sleepy? Yeah. Are you talking? Oh, okay, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, this reminds me a lot of, uh, of Sleep. Or, sorry, wow. My brain is fucking up. It's it's slow mo. It's slow mo. Slow slow mo. Okay, yeah, yeah that's the one I was, I was like. Is you I was like, wait, you talking about your bedtime playlist on YouTube? Who's who's sleep? <laughs> sleep, sleep. Yeah, no, slow mo. Bad vibes. That yeah, album. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is reminding me of that, like with the percussion, like kind of like interesting percussive elements going on here that don't really sound like drums, but like water droplets and like other weird stuff. It's nice, real chill. I fuck with it. Shoaling from Gustav and Anbu. It's good stuff. If you like chill music out there, go and give this a listen. You'll probably like it. Are you guys you guys ready for the game? Absolutely. Been ready. Instagram, popularity poll, video game edition. Also, briefly wanted to say we are not gonna play twenty questions again. Um because Yeah, sorry <laughs> about that. Uh I mean I'm, sorry about that. Unless <laughs> Unless someone, <laughs> unless someone fucking straight up sends us an email requesting us to play twenty questions again and gives me the thing to play it about, <laughs> it's gonna be we me. Are not, <laughs> we're not gonna play the game again. It just took a little bit too long, and uh, I mean, in our opinion, it wasn't the most entertaining to listen to. So anyway, moving forward, Parental Advisory is a game where we go on IMDb, we find things, and in on most pages on IMDb, there's a parental advisory section where parents come in and they write little blips letting other parents know or anyone really uh, how appropriate the movie is. So they write like vulgar things or explicit things. Like they'll go on and be like it has someone shows their boobs in this or whatever. Um, little Just little facts about the movie to help other people gauge whether or not they're okay with watching it. So this was, we're doing it specifically with three video games. I have five hints, five things written by parents. Um, I'm going to go down. The, they get easier as they go on, and Alex and Devin are going to try to guess what the game is before the other one, and whoever gets two out of three wins the game. So without further ado, first hint. The protagonist wears a tank top throughout the game. GTA 5? supposed to what? No. It is not GTA 5. I have no guess. All right. Two. Hits from most weapons will result in a big splash of blood. <laughs> Saints Row 3. It is not Saints Row 3. Hint number three. X-Men? Did you say X-Men? No, I said next. No, oh. I said next. Hint, hint. number three. There are graphic visuals of giant hills of torn dead bodies. This is really sickening and extremely disturbing. Oh, shit. Torn dead bodies. Giant hills. Giant hills of torn dead bodies? This is a graphic game. I remember playing through this Sounds game like and being you... like, holy fuck. A graphic um... like, horror game. Sounds scary. It's the Wolverine, dude. <laughs> You're stuck, stuck on Alex's X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, dude, I've seen him wear I've seen Hugh Jackman wear a tank top in a Wolverine game. True that. Hey, I want to play a Wolverine game with giant hills of dead bodies and big splashes giant of blood. Hills. <laughs> Hit number four. Contains several F words, but for the time it takes to play the game, there aren't many uses. All by supporting characters. Nice. The main character doesn't say fuck? Hmm. Fucking Dude, I got, yeah, I got no guess. Hills of enemies. <laughs> hint number five. Final hint. The protagonist, check below for further information, is caught by members of a cult once. One baddie takes her captive, and while holding her prisoner, he begins to fondle her clothed body, implying intentions to rape her. Oh, oh my god. I think I would remember this, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't like this it. at all. I thought that would be the most clear hint because I remember when this happened in the game, I was like, are you, what the fuck is going on, dude? It was like, this is like really graphic. I thought that would, I mean, I feel like anyone who's played through this game would remember this moment. Yeah, what if we... I feel like I would, but ha- I yeah, like what I if haven't. we haven't played through this game? I feel like I haven't played through this game. I, don't, I thought, 
that maybe one of you guys <laughs> have played through this game. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, guess. you guys know the protagonist is female, and it's a graphic game. Female protagonist in a tank top, graphic game. She wears a tank top. She doesn't cuss. Oh, uh, there's a rolling hills. Of across dead Tomb it is Tomb Raider, Fucking... specifically the 2013 Damn. remake. Yeah. Nice. Okay, I do remember that part. I didn't beat that game, but I did get to that part, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" In yeah, this it happens game? pretty early on. Kind of establishes the bad guys pretty fast. All right, Tomb Raider yeah. 1.2. Devin, here we go. Next game. Hit number one. The piano that comes to life can make people jump. What the fuck? Uh, Also, I want to know why that's like a parental advisory. Like, (laughs) hey, watch out. There's a fucking piano on this game and it'll make you jump. (laughs) Same with the last one. Like, the the person wears a tank top. (laughs) It's a little too revealing. No sleeves. I always put the weird ones (laughs) in the front. (laughs) Yeah, I got no gas off this first one. Hit hit number two. The giant eel could scare younger players. Dude, giant eel mm. pianos coming to life? What is happening? What is this? Some fucking Kingdom Hearts shit? It's What's not Kingdom Hearts, Hearts, no. One. Not you know, <laughs> it is not a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> Hit number three. Mild action style violence. The main character punches enemies. They disappear in a puff of smoke. Some enemies run up to the main character and then explode. Interesting. I have nothing. Yeah. <clears throat> Giant eels. Piano's coming to life. Piano that makes you jump. Enemies disappearing into smoke. And they explode. They come at you and explode. When the main character's life runs out, he will fall over from exhaustion. However, if his life runs out while underwater, he can be seen choking from lack of air before his head ducks down lifelessly, showing that he has drowned. Oh, God. Spider-Man 2. It is not Spider-Man 2. <laughs> With the giant eel and jumping pianos. Yeah. <laughs> pianos yeah, coming to life. That's why it sounded like a Kingdom Hearts game or some shit. Like fucking I have so many memories. Little Mermaid or something. So many memories of <laughs> pianos coming to life while I'm playing Spider-Man. <laughs> you never know, dude. They got some weird shit. <laughs> Next hint. <laughs> hint number five. At the ending, Princess Peach kisses Mario on the nose. Other than that, nothing is sexually explicit in any way. <laughs> oh my god. Mario. Which Mario? I don't know which one, though, dude. Uh, I don't even know what any of the Mario games are called, <laughs> man. Super Mario Sunshine. Super Mario... Two Super Mario Odyssey. Two. I'm looking for a specific (laughs) thing here. Mario, Mario. Where's Wario? I don't know fucking specific Mario games, dude. I haven't owned a Nintendo Uh, system since Super Mario Galaxy. I'll give you a hint. It's a 3D Mario game, and you guys have named almost all of them. Oh no. Super Mario 64. Alright, so Devin's gonna nice take the job, dub here, Devin. but we are gonna play this final uh final game just to because I wanna play this final game. Uh alright, hit number one. <laughs> In the boxing ring, the boys are shirtless, but they are animated and aren't human, so absolutely no suggestive stuff, only the fact that they're shirtless. Inhumans boxing in a ring, shirtless. Okay. Uh <laughs> WWE It is not WWE Next hand In the boxing mode Players simulate a punching motion by swinging their arms These punches hit an opponent's face and body There's wincing and a thudding sound but no blood You win matches by knocking opponents out Wii boxing It is not Wii boxing Wii sports It is Wii sports (laughs) Devin's 3 for 3 Final 3 hints in baseball, some of the higher CPU Mies can pitch the ball over 100 miles per hour. Some YouTube videos suggest that they should be drug tested. Hit number four. 
<laughs> Hit number four, losing can be unsettling for some. Hit number five, in baseball, sometimes if an outfielder catches an out, they will stare at the player, which can be a bit creepy. <laughs> what? That was creepy. I remember playing the baseball game, and then they'd all just stop and look at you. <laughs> Good but losing Lord. can be a little, what did it say? If you Losing lo- can losing be unsettling can be a, un- for some. Oh, man. Losing can be unsettling. Well, don't don't go losing. Nice job, Devin. You know, I'm going to have to congratulate Thanks, you. Well done. Really, really well done. Amazing work. Um, <laughs> the sweep. <I'm> not... <laughs> Very sweet. Um, looks like we got some feedback sent in. First feedback in like 20 episodes. So, yeah, I like that. You know, I like this. This is exciting. Colton, you want to you slide into this feedback? All right, we got some feedback sent in. I'm going to read it out. Hi, this is Willem. I had some dreams I wanted discussed. 1. Dreamt I missed my flight to Colorado because I put off packing until 30 minutes before it left. Yikes. And then uh, dream number 2. Dreamt I was signed up for a class and didn't realize it and was therefore failing it. Have you guys ever had dreams related to anxieties? Oh, all the time. I'm an anxiety-filled ball of stress, and uh, that's reflected in my dreams. But they're usually just, like, mundane things, like, you know, going to work and, like, missing something. I had a dream last night. Me and Alex were playing Apex, and I was playing Lifeline, and the final circle was on, like, the airship, but there was just nothing underneath it. Like, it was just a fall off and die. And fucking Alex goes down, and he's all, like, upset and pissed off because he doesn't think I'm going to clutch it. And I fucking fly underneath <laughs> the ship, fucking swoop under. The fall damage doesn't kill me. I fucking swoop back over, land on the underneath part of the ship, like, where that little ledge is in Apex, if you ever played it. And fucking down both guys, and we fucking win the game. And Alex was just blown away and super impressed that I had gotten better, dude. It was sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking at all, dude. Your dreams are like, I impressed Alex with my That was my dream this morning. (laughs) That's all I wanted in my life. That's such a sweet dream. You're so sweet. Mine are like, like, dude, I'll look at a clock in a dream, and it'll be like 6 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, shit. I should have been at work an hour ago. And then I'll like walk. To grab like my shit and then look at the clock again and I'll be like eight o'clock, like time will just pass like that while I get dressed or some shit, and then uh, I'll be like, why aren't my coworkers calling me or some shit like that? Dude, like a month ago, I I had a dream where I like I woke up, I looked at my alarm and I was an hour late for work and I was like, oh fuck, and I like fucking text my boss and I'm like savagely fucking getting dressed and getting ready to go and I fucking wake up in my bed like (laughs) and I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) Get wrecked. Dude. No, I feel... I know so many people who say that they have these types of dreams where they're like, yeah, I'm just like constantly having dreams where I'm I'm just, I'm in my car and I'm I'm like, I know that I'm late for work and I'm driving as fast as I can, but I'm just never getting there. And it's like the entire dream is me just in my car knowing I'm late and just being panicked about being late and like all this shit. I hear that so often, man. And I never, ever experienced those dreams. I doubt. Dude, I, I feel like, like a lot of the <laughs> dreams that stick for me are the ones that are stressful and anxiety ridden because, like, they I don't know, they stick in my I brain. I feel like more. <laughs> that's because these dreams are related to like anxieties about being late for work, and Alex just doesn't ever give a fuck about when he has work, what time he has work, <laughs> when he's gonna be to work. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even I mean, like, give you a work fuck tomorrow? in real life if he's late. He's you like, work tomorrow, I, Alex. I don't know, dude. I haven't looked. <laughs> Like I have to yeah, know I like, my schedule until I memorize my whole yeah, week. Like, I have my week the, yeah. planned out, memorized <laughs> schedule, week or two in advance if possible. Alex, like I don't know if I work today. I haven't looked. Yeah, yeah. I I what I what I do when I wake up every morning. I wake up. I open my phone. I go on Facebook where our schedule gets posted into our roundtable Facebook group. I go on there, I look at the picture for the schedule for this week, and I scroll in, zoom in super close so I can see what today says. And then that's the moment that I find out if I work today or not. (laughs) (laughs) So you just never work mornings? You're like, I know I don't work before a specific time? No, I I work at like three or four usually. Like, I'll like. That all makes sense now, dude. (laughs) This is why he's like, I'll like glance over my schedule, like, 
when I'm at work or something. Like, I'll check it out just to see if there's any, like, abnormalities, you know? <laughs> you know, like, if I randomly got scheduled for a morning. Um, but, like, my manager will literally, like, he'll make a schedule, right? And then he'll just copy and paste that same schedule pretty much yeah, for, like, the does. next, like, two months. So, it's, like, I usually will have, like, a really, really similar or, like, set schedule for, like, two months-ish. With like maybe a couple nights will be I'll be closing and a couple nights I won't be closing or something like those will get changed up here and there, um. But yeah, no, I never have any worries. And like also like at my work, it's like never a big deal if I show up late. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's usually the case where I work too. But uh, some people get mad because like I'm their relief. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a different. I mean, that's like a you know like if it's busy. And it's like, oh yeah, like the more you you're scheduled for like the morning swap to the night shift, and you're the one that's coming in for that swap out kind of thing like that. Then it's like, yeah, dude, that's a bigger deal. I was late one time to Fred Meyer, and I fucking showed up two hours late because I overslept my alarm because it was a, I think it was a four a.m. shift or a six a.m. shift, and yeah. the boss is like, if you were just one more hour late, I could have fired you. And I, and I, I was like <laughs> mortified, dude. I was like, what? No, yeah. Mortified. I haven't been late ever before. I'm Ooh. always ten minutes early, and the one day I'm late, it's you have one more hour, and you could have I could have cut you. I could have cut you. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. So uh, to answer the question from uh, Willump, uh, no, I don't. I don't personally never really have anxiety dreams. I have different types of anxieties that manifest on a, on a daily basis. But uh, not in my dreams, thankfully. So I generally have really cool or fucking just downright absurdly weird dreams that others might even find scary. But to me, it's just all like weird, weird fun within my brain. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks for the feedback, Willump. I'm glad that uh, you were able to give us a dream segment. We can talk about your dreams. Dreams. But that about does it for uh, for episode thirty six. <laughs> if anyone else has anything they want to send in, dreams, stories, fucking anything, man. If you recently like, yeah. you know, ate something that was good, uh, the sweet peaceful at gmail.com. Send it in. The sweet peaceful at gmail.com. Tell us about the best meal you had. Tell us about. Tell us about the fucking best meal you ever had. Tell, tell us. Them, tell us about uh, the best day you've ever had, or the worst. <laughs> Dude, recently I heard someone say that they they were. Tell- I was like, I was eating pizza online. I was gaming, and they were like, oh, I'm eating pizza too. And I was like, What did you get? And they got uh, cream cheese as a topping on like a and jalapenos on a fucking bacon ranch pizza. And oh my god, that, does that sound good? Like I never thought about cream cheese as a potential. Sounds like a yeah jalapeno bacon. Yeah, like a cream cheese is a potential uh, pizza topping but he was like yeah it has cream cheese pockets all over it with the spice from the jalapeno and i was like man that sounds good so yeah bro i appreciate any food stories that you guys send in and i'm in let's hear those food stories fuck yeah welcome back to sweet peaceful the food story podcast <laughs> and goodbye <laughs> and goodbye, goodbye.